Hello, I'm William Stewart. Welcome back to our podcast on the major themes of Scripture. <clears throat> this is where we gather Scripture from all over the Bible uh, to bring together how God thinks about certain topics important to people in the church, particularly those related to Christ, his mission to save us, <clears throat> and our Christian lives. Uh, this study is foundational, much like verse-by-verse study of the scripture, which is so important. But the other aspect of foundational education in the Bible is to know the major themes. Now, to put this in an academic nuance, this is called a biblical theology. Otherwise, we are using just scripture, and especially those from the uh, epistles, the apostolic letters to the church from Romans to Revelation 3, to bring together how we should live. Makes sense, right? The apostolic letters were to the church, so we focus on the church based on commands. This is what we uh, believe and command and are commanded as church members in these apostolic letters. So we're not relying on outside uh, traditions and authors such as Calvin or uh, um, Augustine, Ryrie, but really taking it things from Scripture. Uh, so you, by the end of this course, it's a self-included course, will have a, a sound basis in what God thinks, what his plans are and what he's done and, and his character and Christ uh, and the Holy Spirit and how to live the Christian life. So remember, we go to the website, get the notes, ask questions, leave comments, uh, read my disclaimer. And um, let's get started. So we're in the Christian walk. We're talking about the foundations of our Christian life. And we've, we've, it's a model based on 1 Thessalonians 1, verses 5 to 7, where a person can walk the Christian walk if they've been saved by grace alone and regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit uh, in the likeness of Christ and have eternal life. And then are sure, confident of their relationship with God and their security of salvation. So they had the confidence to live a Christian life. We then talked about in, in, uh, in verses uh, 6, then, verse 6 in 1 Thessalonians 1, that uh, the Christian life is made up of two components based on the foundation in verse 5. Otherwise, we accept God's scripture. Uh, as a basis of our life and uh, the the obedience that goes along with it, as well as the power included, which we'll talk about today. And then the other side of this is what we do, how we act. And we're going to talk about this in several weeks. But today we talk about a wonderful topic, the power of the Christian life. For those Otherwise, in living the Christian life, we have tools. We have the tools of Scripture which is Christ speaking to us, Christ has spoken to us through Scripture. Uh, And we'll see also that the Holy Spirit uses Scripture. So, and then we have that power by the Holy Spirit to live the Christian life, which is our topic today, within the confines of Scripture. So, what then is the power of the Christian life? And this is something that people long to know, and sometimes it it carries people to emotional excesses and imaginations about uh, knowing God's power 
Yet how to know God's power is right there in Scripture. We, we talked about this several months ago on an earlier podcast, but we're going to repeat it today. As that old saying goes, repetition is the mother of learning. It's such a foundational passage, and it's the armor of God passage in Ephesians 6, verses 10 through 17. So Paul says in uh, verse 10, put on the armor of God. So it's an active process that we do in the Christian life to put on this armor. The armor that's reflected in the verse is that of a Greek hoplite. These were respected, feared soldiers in the Greek world that had a uh, a flanks formation. What is the truth then? Well, the truth comes from God's word. We know the truth, as we talked about even last week. The truth came from God to Christ, to the apostles, to the second generation Christians. That belt is the belt of truth. What does the belt have to do with the power of God? Well, importantly, that these hoplites, unlike men today, wore skirts back then. They didn't really have pants. And the skirts were long to the ankles. So before going into battle, they did not want to trip over their skirt. So they picked it up and tucked it into their belt. That's called girding the loins. And so it prepared them for battle. So the truth of scripture prepares us for battle in life. So that's the first point. Second uh, piece of armor is the uh, breastplate of righteousness. So that breastplate protects us from stabs from the enemy to the heart uh, that would uh, do us harm. So a sense of righteousness, just living, uh, doing what is right, doing what is good for the other person, not following our lust or just trying to seek our own good ourselves, uh, protects our heart and wanting the things of God from making bad decisions. Tied into that is the shield of faith. That's squelches the fiery darts from the devil. So we're to live a life of faith. We've discussed this. God is pleased by faith, and it does shield us from damage from Satan. As it says in verse 10, that our, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against the powers of darkness, but against Satan himself, who uses, pretty clearly it seems, people on earth to do his bidding. Okay, then 
Our feet are shorn with the gospel. Our shoes, basically, are the gospel. So why is that important? How that is part of the power of God? Well, it says in Romans 1, verses 16 and 17, really the theme verse verses for the uh, entire wonderful book of Romans is that the gospel is the power of God. So we see God work when the gospel is presented and people come to know him because of the regeneration and God's power through the spirit to transform lives. Notice that um, the truth and the gospel are offensive weapons that carry us forward where the shield and the uh, breastplate are defensive. So we, any good army has a good defense, but also has a good offense. Fifth piece of armor is the helmet of salvation. It protects our head. Otherwise, the knowledge, and this is really important, of our hope that when we die, that we have a, a better home, a better citizenship in heaven. But, but young people, it's not just about death. It's about disappointments in life. Uh, not getting the school you want, not getting that date you want, or getting a bad score on the test. It, it reminds us that our, our ultimate joy and our hope is not in the things of this world that can easily disappoint, because none of us reach all our goals. It's good to have goals, but none of us do everything that we think we'll do when we're young. And that can be disappointing. So that hope protects our mind while we're on Earth. Interesting, the greatest incidence of depression is in the 40s in terms of age. When people, after spending several decades of working hard every day and paying off their loans and, and raising their kids and helping their parents and, and trying to save for their own future retirement, uh, realize they aren't going to be everything they wanted to be. And so they, they often they may become depressed. So but it's that hope that gives us joy and helps us move on day after day. Lastly, is the word of truth. Otherwise, the Rima, the Rima of God, as from the original Greek, what is expressly said, otherwise the spirit uses God's word to affect power in our lives. So he acts according to his word. Again, another offensive weapon. Interestingly, other verses um, between Romans 15, 13, in regards to hope and righteousness and truth uh, and the uh, uh, fruits of the spirit in terms of faith. Uh, and, and here where it talks about the sort of the spirit, that all these things are related to the spirit. The spirit affects us and builds in us all six pieces of this armor. Okay, great truth. So tools for the Christian life. We learned last week is God's word.
download the notes from this podcast, leave a note, uh, and, and certainly ask questions. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye for now.